welcome back to the podcast. So I hope you're having a lovely week. I'm just in a really happy mood. So today, the topic of the podcast that I'm going to be talking about is stimming. So stimming or self-stimulatory behavior is a repetitive or unusual body movement or noises. Might include hand or finger mannerisms, for example, finger flicking or hand flapping, unusual body movements, for example, or rocking back and forth while sitting or standing. That was a brief outline of what stimming is. And stimming is very common in autistic people and some ADHD people as well. And as I said before, it helps soothe us and helps regulate our emotions, whether they're extreme emotions in a good or a bad way. For example, being excited about going to a concert or having a bad exam result, which I have had in the past. Now, for me personally, I find I have to suppress my stims quite a lot because neurotypicals often find them weird. And especially within my close friends and family, before I was diagnosed properly with autism, they used to look at my stims and think, what is she doing? And they would vocalise it for me to stop because it looked like I was being distressed. Even though I wasn't being distressed and it was actually helping me, they found it a bit uncomfortable and they would often tell me to stop. So nowadays I suppress my stims in public and around friends and family, apart from my boyfriend, which he said is fine for my stims. He actually encourages them. And I mainly just do it in my own space. Let me know either via DM or in my comment section whether anyone else relates to this or whether you also do stims. Looking back, I've always been stimming since a young age, but I never knew. I always thought everybody just involuntarily jumped up and down or flapped their hands when they were really excited about something. But it turns out they don't. And it's something that I love about myself. I love how I can express my excitement through my body or even if I'm frustrated about something rather than keeping my emotions tightly sealed within. I can just lay out throughout my movements and for me, it doesn't harm me. It doesn't hurt me at all, but it just feels really comfortable. But I do have to be very careful not to do it in public and keep an eye on how I act and how people perceive me in public because from a first glance uh, people don't know who I am they've never talked to me they could have a perceived perception about me that's just wrong and create a whole image or they might judge me without really knowing anything about autism or knowing anything about me So I'm going to be talking about the pros and the cons of simming. Then moving on to talk about some of the sims that I have from when I was really little and developing to right now. Like I mentioned, it can really help regulate and soothe your emotions. And it could just be something that your body just does without realising. But I feel like it's definitely a pro with the soothing and self-regulating. When I'm not stimming and I have my emotions all het up, I can feel like there's something wrong. I can definitely feel like I 
need to be doing something or else I'm gonna go stir crazy and I suppose a con there isn't really any cons apart from if your stim is hurting yourself then you would definitely need to stop but I don't know many stims that I don't really know any stims that obviously you would want to do that obviously there might be people who are doing that which I would suggest getting help however I don't really know moving on to looking at the stims that I partake in from when I was really really little to now now I know I said that I've grown and developed but actually thinking about it there's only been three main stims that I have partaken with. so the first one is flapping my hands now I flap my hands when I'm excited, when I'm sad, when I'm frustrated and it's just a way that I can release my energy and I'm not even sure why I do it, it's just something that I do involuntarily and I know when I'm in, if there's a little bit of conflict with my friends and family or the scene is tense and I am flapping my hands I can tell it makes them feel a tiny bit uncomfortable because they're not used to it it's not something that neurotypicals do quite a lot and they ask me to stop because they're not used to it and then I try to stop but then I end up just fiddling with my fingers instead hands fingers and my family are getting better since understanding about my autism it was definitely just a learning experience. They, were, they weren't doing it in a bad way just because even for me, I didn't really understand myself. So how can I expect them to understand me when I don't even understand myself? So that was the first one. So the next one is rocking my foot or feet. Now I do this a lot. I'm even doing it right now. And... I do this when I'm concentrating quite a lot. If I've got to concentrate on something, I will just rock my feet back into. If I'm writing down on something, I will, if I'm concentrating maybe in an exam or even when I'm recording or I'm just editing, I will let me be like fidget a bit, twist my feet. And it really helps self-regulate me where I don't really have to concentrate on expressing myself too too much but it's still just enough where everything will be okay and the last one which I sort of mentioned in the section where flapping my hands is fiddling with my hands so maybe that's with a pen or if I'm trying to concentrate on something and I'm finding it hard to process information I may fiddle with my hands a little bit or if I'm dazed and I just want to get out of a situation I might fiddle with my hands a little bit just to occupy myself and it helps regulate the negative emotions. Now I only really do that when I'm stressed out or I'm trying to concentrate on something quite hard it's not really a stim that I do quite a lot but it is a stim that I do see when I'm in more difficult times and it really really does help me quite a lot so I think I've reached the end let me know if you relate to anything that I've mentioned within this podcast I'd love to hear anyone's stories about it or what 
the different varieties of stimming is. I know I've got my stimming, but I know that there's probably a lot more out there that I just don't know about and I'd love to get educated. So I'll see you in the next episode where we'll be having more content coming out and I'm definitely going to do an interview with Louise Stones for sure. I'm going to contact her today, which is really fun. And let me know if you listen to that BBC interview. I'd love it if you can. I'm going to get a recording of it. So no worries if you haven't listened to it because I'll put it on my YouTube channel so you can listen to it on there once I get the coffee. If you can, I'd love also if you could subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're on. Follow me, follow me on my socials, subscribe. I'm on Life Through Dyspraxia. So yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!